I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like Now That's Class, Penthouse Prison, and Twitter Spaces. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. It's the uh, 25th of January 2022, which is weird that we're in 2022. I guess it's pretty cool because uh, the last couple of years has kind of sucked. I mean, yeah, it sucked because of the COVID stuff and everything, but like, we weren't doing real great before that either, were we? I mean, I don't know. Things seem kind of stagnant as far as that shit goes, you know? Like, uh hope everybody's, like, not struggling too hard with your mental health and stuff. Because I, I think things can get better. You just got to kind of, like, find goodness and stuff. Uh, which ain't always easy, but uh, I believe it's out there, and you just got to find it. Hopefully, uh, listening to this podcast will help you have some of that in your life. Uh, but speaking of other shit that sucks, um, yeah, I know like not everybody comes here for like sports talk and everything, because uh, it's more about like punk rock and comedy and whatnot, but uh, I got to say, uh, you know, what the fuck with the Green Bay Packers, uh, you know, obviously... You know, you might have guessed that they're my favorite team because uh, I'm green and they're green. Uh, but, uh, you know, they fucked it up real good uh, in their first playoff game against the 49ers. And I think Aaron Rodgers has a weird thing where he just doesn't want to beat the 49ers because that's his favorite team still. And he just wants to see them win. Um, and that's why he blows it every time we play them in the playoffs. Uh, or maybe not, because uh, even though the offense really kind of sucked it up, I think the defense did enough to bail them out, but then the special teams was basically just giving away points. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a fucking uh, exciting game for a little while, and then it turned into a total shit show. Uh, if you were wondering about how sports work, you know, that's kind of what happened. Um, yeah, I don't know. People listen to this, probably a lot of you don't listen to or watch, uh, you know, sports and stuff. So, uh, that's all I got to say about that. I just had to get out, uh, because, uh, you know, something that kind of upset me a little bit and, uh, I'm just happy to like be able to not look at, uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers for a while now because, uh, what a fucking shitty way to end a fucking pretty cool season up until that point. Um, I want to give a shout out to the producers of the podcast. We got Luke Ellis, Heather Royston, Gem City Sabrina, Sarah Koenig, Audacity Crash Clothing, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. Thanks, everybody. Um, this is the second episode of the January month. <laughs> you know, uh, trying to do two episodes a month this year. I'm not trying to, like, overdo it like i did uh uh the last few years doing this podcast how many years has it been now like three when did i start this i don't even know anyway that's not important what's important is i'm saying i'm i'm gonna try to do two episodes a month because i figured that's uh doable and i'm not gonna try to overdo it and i'm not gonna like get burnt out uh, because, you know, there's all sorts of weird shit going on that I got to deal with and stuff, but I, I really appreciate everybody, like, uh, who listens, and also people who give me money, and if you want to give me more money, uh, I mean, no, people who give me money, I appreciate it, you don't need to give me more money, but anybody else who wants to give me some money and isn't already can go to intrudedgreen.com, and there's all sorts of ways to do it. You can get on the Patreon and become like, basically it's like a subscription, you know? You pay like five bucks a month or even like a buck a month or like even like 
a hundred bucks a month or something if you want to. Probably could do that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it'll help me basically do this show. I would love to like hire a producer to make it all happen, but instead I just do it myself. And that's why it sounds kind of shitty, but it sounds all right. I think I, I've, I've learned a little, a few things uh, here and there. I've done some experimenting and whatnot to make it sound good. And I hope it does good, sound good enough at least. Uh, and hopefully, you know, we'll still make some improvements and whatnot. Uh, you can also, oh yeah, you can also uh, buy me a pizza. I know somebody uh, had me give a birthday shout out to their to their boyfriend or husband or something and uh you know they wanted to like see if i was on cameo or something i'm not on cameo i think that's a pretty interesting thing um but you know like uh you know i would love to make a hundred million dollars or something doing cameo because like that seems like a real profitable thing but like i'm not on it i looked into it and like i don't know you gotta be like a real big celebrity to be on there or something like that. I think you got to be like verified on Twitter or something. Um, so, but anyway, like if, if you want like uh, stuff like that, you know, you can like message me and maybe then just like buy me a pizza or something on the, on the website because that's an option or like a few pizzas or something. I don't know how much those pizzas cost. I think they're like five bucks each, which is pretty cheap. That's like a fucking hot and ready. Uh, it is a throwback to the uh, original first episode with Avery Chase. You should go check it out. All right. Um, anyway, on this show, we got my friends Ox and Merrill from the band Lone Wolf, one of my favorite European bands. Um, and, you know, it's 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 weird talking to people in bands these days because nobody's really doing a whole lot or like... You know, I've had a few episodes where we were talking to bands who had a fucking uh, tour scheduled and stuff. And it was like, cool, they're going on tour in Europe. It's going to be great. And then sure enough, it got fucking canceled. Um, That's still happening. You know, people are booking stuff and it gets canceled. Um, So, you know, it's a struggle. The struggle is like legit or whatever people say. And uh, yeah, you just got to keep trying, I guess. And uh, hopefully things will get better. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, with all this stuff going on, uh, how it's gonna go? But it's uh, I don't know. Shit is happening, and that's nice. Um, yeah. So the thing with the the, the whole point of bringing that up was that uh, you know, Lone Wolf, those guys, I don't think they're really doing much. You know, um, they 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 all got like cool jobs and stuff though. Like uh when they're not doing band stuff and uh so that's cool and uh yeah without further ado i'm with the show hello this is a prepaid collect call from intruder green an inmate at the neural correctional institution this call is subject to recording and monitoring to accept charges press one Right, I know you heard that, so I heard it too. And now we're uh, we're on with Ox and Merrill from Lone Wolf. 
Uh, and it's uh, like I said just earlier, it's really good to see you guys. Uh, it's been a while. And uh, even though like I'm in Europe and you guys are in Europe, uh, and we're actually like not even that far apart, uh, you know, geographically speaking. Uh, but, you know, I'd, somehow I haven't been able to see you. I guess there's this thing called uh, the coronavirus that uh, everybody's afraid of that makes me feel like I can't travel. So uh, anyway, <laughs> that was all to say. I love you guys. And it's good to see your faces. Good to see you, good too. To see you. And welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Hell yeah. I'm glad we could finally do it because, like, you know, we've been friends for a while now. Like, I don't even know how long. Um, and you know, I've always wanted to have you guys on because I love, uh, honestly, all the bands that you guys have been in, like you've, you've both been in, uh, at least a few bands and, uh, now you're in a band together. I don't know. Is this your first band together with Lone Wolf? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's started. probably my favorite thing that you guys have done. What was it? Yeah. We started, um, Lone Wolf like five years ago now, yeah. five, six years ago. Yeah. It was yeah. easier to be in a band together and travel everywhere together. Yeah, right? I mean, m some people might think that's not so easy because it's like sometimes I need to just escape from you. But, uh, you know, <laughs> like uh, if you guys got a good thing going and uh, it works out, then yeah. uh, you're doing exactly what you should be. And that's real good. I like it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I actually just recently talked to uh, Marion uh from well i don't know he's been in a bunch of bands uh but including giant eagles uh yeah who, ox you're also in that right yep yeah it's unclear to me who all is in that band because i've met so many people from rotterdam but <laughs> i've never seen giant eagles live so it's hard to be like oh yeah, yeah you're in giant eagles i saw you play live because you know nobody's ever seen you guys live no no but, no <laughs> but that obviously i love that band as well um and uh so uh, i don't know we talked a little bit about uh the scene in rotterdam and how like i don't know i guess to me it seems like kind of close-knit where you know we know you guys and like some of your close friends and people you've been in bands with um it seems like there's some kind of crazy scene there but it's like i don't know who is there like people outside of you guys that we should get to know? Like, I feel like there's more bands around. There's like, I don't know. It's Stardom Records, uh, a Rotterdale label or what? Like, yeah, it's a the label. Scene? Yeah. But it's a, it's a very, very small scene, actually. So we all know each other. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, so you probably met most, uh, most people of the scene already. And uh, but yeah, it's, it's true. We're all we're already close friends. So all the all the bands so we hang out together, and uh, a lot. So that that's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. I believe it to be true. Um, but you know, like uh, it's it's nice. But but you have like the, like a whole festival and shit, like Rotterdam Riot, right? Like I think yeah, that yeah. was the first time we ever played Rotterdam, and then uh. I don't know. Did we meet you guys like right after that or something? I, I feel like that's kind of how it worked out. And then we had like lunch at that beautiful like uh, uh, place where it was all spread out and uh, we had a nice meal and the church bells were ringing and stuff. And it was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is like on earth. Yeah, probably. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next to Rotterdam. No, yeah, I think that was 2013, I think. Yeah, first that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think uh, the year after you guys played the boat, the red, the red ship, where, where we that's do shows. Right. Yeah, that's right. And then, you, and then you stayed at our house too. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. That's already uh, eight years ago, man. Holy shit. I know. Time time. flies when you're having a great time. (laughs) What can I say? Um, I love playing on a boat, um, but mostly, you know, like my favorite part of touring is probably like seeing friends and stuff, especially the ones we make all over the world and stuff like obviously, including you guys. And uh, but seeing your bands play. So like, uh, I don't know. It's 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 crazy to me, like. You know, coming from America where we got like scenes all over the place, especially after the 90s when like punk rock exploded and whatnot. And you didn't just have to be in like New York or L.A. or something to be like, I'm a professional musician and I can do all this stuff. Uh, You could be in like the Midwest and like start a band and people might like notice you and whatnot. But what was that like in Rotterdam? Because you know, I, I guess Rotterdam is kind of like a it's not as big as Amsterdam, like population wise. Right. No, no, it's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, half a million, I think. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's still pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like uh, what, what, how is it like what, what, what drew you into punk rock? I would love to hear the story from both of you, because it's like. You're, you're in this beautiful place, which Rotterdam is a beautiful place. I don't know if you know that because you live there and I feel like it's easy to just be like, whatever. This is just like <laughs> where I am. And it's just like any other place. But uh, Rotterdam is, 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 is someone who's been all over the world. I could say Rotterdam is a beautiful fucking city. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Like, how do you get into punk rock being surrounded by beauty and all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it all started with the, it all started with the Apers. So uh, my right. first show that I ever been to was an Apers show. I was 12 years old and they oh, played yeah. uh, uh, my hometown, which is a little bit like um, 10 minutes south of, of Rotterdam. Okay. And uh, that's where I met Kevin and Maureen yeah. and Evo as well. Yeah. And that was my first show I ever attended, actually. And uh, yeah, I got to know them pretty well. And Kevin, Kevin was pretty cool. With, uh, I don't know, he gave me some stickers and uh, that's how yeah. I met. I, I, I kept in contact with them after that show and they learned me all uh, kind of new bands. So Screeching Weasel and the Star, oh, yeah. Star Record oh, yeah. just started going. So I, I, I um, met Stefan as well and uh, we became friends and they just, just uh, pushed the records in my throat. Like, here's Screeching Weasel, here's the queer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So that's how, how I learned about punk rock. And the Apers were actually doing pretty well those days. So like, they were drawing some good crowds. They were doing some uh, bigger festivals in the Netherlands. So, um, and that's why there, and there was also, because they were doing great, there was also, yeah, there was some buzz around them also in Rotterdam. So there were a lot of people coming to shows and that's, yeah, that's I think that's how the scene started with them being really in the center. So you think so they actually how, started the scene? Like, yeah, there wasn't really so. much going on before that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there was a, because I wasn't around before that. So, well, there was right, a, yeah. but the real the real pop punk scene that uh, that started there definitely. 
Oh yeah, I, I, I mean yeah, shows. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people who like aren't even from that scene will probably agree. Like a lot of people, I I know uh, when they talk about Rotterdam, it's they always go back to the apers. So uh, yeah. yeah, 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 it's the yeah. sender of here. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's confirmed right here. The apers yeah. started yeah. it all. All right. <laughs> well, Meryl, can you reflect on that? Like, uh, what got you into like punk rock and stuff? I don't know if you knew Ox your whole life or whatnot, no. but like maybe <laughs> you had like a different path or maybe you just went to the same show and it was like magic for you too. Yeah, actually, I started out um, with uh, playing violin uh, at high school. Oh, snap. And I had a show or like a concert on school and there was a band playing and that was Damien's old band. So oh, yeah. they played Ramones covers and I was like, hey, what's this kind of music? And then um, that got me into the Apers and I started a band, started playing guitar. And when I went to um, art school, I met Ox. Yeah. And he taught me like a million other bands and we went to shows and that's kind of how I got into uh, Rally and punk rock scene. Oh, this and is amazing. So like uh, basically, I mean... You could talk about bands starting a scene and it happens everywhere. But like, I don't know. It sounds like the Apers were like the Ramones of the fucking Rotterdam or like <laughs> fucking the Netherlands, you know, <laughs> fucking a. All right. Yeah, they were doing they were doing great. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they were great. I was blown away when I saw them for the first time. And, I don't know uh, if I ever I think- saw them. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. I think there was still a treat piece then when I saw it was just Evo, Marine, and Kevin when they uh, back then when they yeah. played. And but yeah, it's kind of for me it was like a lot of how a lot of people say like I saw the Ramones and then started a band. You know, for me it was uh, almost like that with the Apers. <laughs> I saw the yeah. Apers, I wanted to start. I started playing bass and started a band. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, that's what I'm saying, and and uh, I think that's important to, to to recognize because people are like, you know, people always revert to like the mainstream bands it's like oh yeah the ramones started punk rock i saw the ramones and i started a band and it become green day or some shit like that but like honestly (laughs) there's there's so many communities or like towns or even bigger cities like you guys said rotterdam is like half a million that's actually pretty decent sized city um i mean it's not huge but it's like yeah it's good um anyway the point is uh yeah you fucking have like these kind of like bands who just pop up and they do their thing and then like suddenly i don't know you guys have been in how many bands between the two of you at least like i don't know five or something yeah something <laughs> gotta like be that. something like yeah. that i mean yeah, yeah for sure i mean so maybe the senior rider damn might not be full of like lots of people but i think you gotta get quality thing going on because i don't know i've loved every band you've been in and uh the new one I've, like i said is fucking great so uh yeah man it's good i like uh i like this uh this timeline that we're figuring out here so the apers do a thing and you fucking uh fall in love with punk rock what was the first band uh the first band i played in yeah well both of you uh for me i think uh i uh with this was this high uh this this kid i went to school with we both went to the um, we we both saw the apers and we started a band yeah 
And but we there was really the, my first solid band was Accelerators. So that was I was oh yeah I was, was a year later, a year after I saw the uh, saw the Apers, I started playing. I I uh, I started Accelerators, and that went on for fourteen years. So holy shit, yeah, that's a good long ass time for a band. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it was fun. Fuck a massive intruder is not even at all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that um, was my first. Band. And, and your my, first band? My first band was a high school band. I started uh, with um, the bass player of Bad Bites. Uh, oh, yeah. Which later uh, evolves into Bad Bites. Um, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, we didn't do anything with the old bands. It was just playing some shows. Never recorded anything. Oh, really? Did you write some Bad Bites songs, though, that turned into Bad Bites songs later? Yeah. Yeah, Man. a few, actually. Yeah. So it all started in high school. Um. I'm interested to like know more about bat bites because uh, like uh you know that was such a, a specific kind of thing that you were doing with the costumes and everything. Like <laughs> what how did that happen? Like you were just like, we need to have I don't know. We need to be like, I don't know, were you supposed to be vampires or something? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's a good question. Yeah, man. it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> but you were also like robbing people, right? Like, was it was like, yeah. were you like vampire themed robbers? Because I can get behind that. I just need to know if that's what it was. We were like um, uh, villains, like not the superheroes, but the vil- super villains. Like we were inspired oh, yeah. by the old classic Batman stuff and oh, old, yeah. comedy videos. Oh, for and, sure. Um. I think Evo and Mikey came with the idea. They're like, yeah, let's let's do this for the record. And like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. And now we uh yeah. Created some pictures. We made some pictures <laughs> <things> on and <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think it was great. Like I still got that <laughs> album on vinyl and I fucking love it. You know. <laughs> I'm very happy we d- I didn't have to um put that thing on my face, like the yeah, the mask because we had to glue him on. Oh yeah! And so you didn't play with that live? Yeah, uh, we did. We did. Yeah. But it was when we ditched it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah. you're like, "Fuck this!" Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know the feeling of uh, thinking it's a good idea to ditch that mask. I don't know why we haven't yet, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days. But you must be used to it right now, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm used to feeling hot and sweaty all the time. <laughs> I imagine, yeah. yeah. You know, like, uh, I'm used to it sucking, but, you know, like, whatever. It's just what it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. All right. So the bat bites, I fucking, uh, that was great. Uh, and, and it's weird because, like, you guys do these bands and then, like, so many bands uh, come out and they'll do like one album and then they just fall off. And I think it's it's kind of like some bands and, and I'm not I'm talking about like every scene has this where bands will like get together they'll do one album and then they just yeah. go away because they're like, well, you know, fucking uh, I couldn't stand the bass player or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like you fucking they're done. Um, it seems like you guys kind of do that, but you keep coming back together with the same kind of community. Maybe it's because uh, it's a small community, so you don't have like yeah, yeah we don't have much of other people. So, uh, <laughs> you don't have much options, so you're like 
Fuck you. This band is done. Now I'm going to start another band. Hey, you want to be in my band? And you're pointing to the guy who you just kicked out. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, I appreciate it because it's uh, you guys keep cranking out good stuff. And it's like, I don't know. You got you, you, what 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 is the thing behind Lone Wolf? Like you guys both uh, quit your old bands at the same time or what? Um, no, actually, I was still on Accelerators when Lone Wolf started. All right, and uh, I think Bad Bites had broken up. Yeah, almost, almost, almost. And um, I think it just really started because um, we were just really good friends. So yeah. uh, you know, uh, Evo was living close to, to Damien and uh, of course me and me were together and, and Damien's a really close, close friend of ours so it made sense so it was more like hey maybe we should we were, uh, hanging, we were hanging out like all the time anyways so we were oh, figuring, yeah. hey, maybe we should <laughs> do something new you know and uh, try something different as well Yeah, because we were all playing this yeah, more Ramon score-ish kind of music and we were, we were figuring like hey let's maybe I don't know Let's just see where, where this goes. So that's how it started. And then in, I think a year after a year, uh, Accelerators broke up. And that's uh, the moment when we just started going with, with Lone Wolf. Well, fucking A. Yeah, I know, uh, uh, you know, bands breaking up can uh, take a toll. But if you got something else to dump all your energy into, that's, that's a good thing to have. And yeah, yeah it, was, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all, yeah, it fell in the in the right. Uh, yeah, it just had the right moment. Yeah, everybody had to, like, a lot of motivations, and it was always fun just yeah. being in a rehearsal room. And yeah, yeah, you feel good. You've got uh, two albums out, right? Yeah, since you've done Lone Wolf, yeah. um, which I don't know. Did each band you were in before that only do like one or so? I did two with Accelerators. All right. I've only got the one, so I might have to get another one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> that bites, we did one full album and then a bunch of EPs. Oh, but- yeah. That's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so you feel good about Lone Wolf? Like, are we going to see you guys again at Fest or some shit or what? Yeah, definitely. Well, unfortunately, we had to cancel the years because we were not allowed to travel to the States. Well, so, that's uh, probably good. You don't want to get the... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially (laughs) Florida. Like, uh, I'm a little weirded out by the whole fest thing. Yeah, with uh, you know, like I want fest to happen, but I just want it to be, you know, responsible. I want, yeah, exactly. Which is a weird thing as a punk rocker to say, but like, uh, yeah, you know, like I don't want my friends to get sick and die. (laughs) But the fest is also right. It's uh, it's an it's an, a nice place to be always. You know, there's never never I I never witnessed any fights or anything. It's always good positive positive energy. So yeah, yeah of, you want this to happen, and also, uh, yeah, it's it's weird, you know, because they probably have if yeah, if they need to cancel, it's probably you know it's also pretty uh, maybe a, a disaster for for fest as, as the organization. So I don't know I don't know what's going on there, but it's yeah, it's tough, man. I uh, I hope I hopefully we can we can go back next year and hopefully things will be better. Yeah, um, love to. Yeah, right. Uh, well, that being said, like, uh, do you guys uh, have any plans for the future of the band? Like, uh, working on new tunes. I know 
the new album came out what 2019 was it yeah 2019 yeah yeah and so I, then i really uh, wanted to have a, another record out in 2020 2021 oh, but yeah, yeah then, and then the world shut down so right. not, we haven't <laughs> also because of lockdowns we rehearsed a, a lot less than we normally do so we're now we're, yeah. we're now back on track and I think uh, we have a, we have a bunch of songs written, and hopefully we will go to the studio uh, beginning of uh, beginning of next year. That's the no plan. Shit. So we want we we want to have a new record out next year. That's the plan. Excellent. Well, I'm a hundred percent behind that because I can't get enough of that stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, have you guys? So yeah, I don't know how it's like in the Netherlands. Like you guys have been pretty much shut down there too, as far as playing shows or anything. Yeah, still are. We actually played our first show last week in Hamburg, Germany. So that was on the oh, one shit. The- I didn't know anything about that. I could have gone there. Then <laughs> it was pretty. Yeah, it was good. It was a well seated show though. But uh, yeah, oh, it was, that's weird. It was fun. And it was, but it's weird, but it was fun because everybody yeah. was excited to see uh, see a band again. So that was yeah. like the, the energy was good. So uh, that was nice. And now I think the Netherlands, the, they really put the venues is really on the lowest. Uh, it's, the, it's the last thing they're going to open up our venues. They already said that. So yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, gonna, it's a weird thing. Because I can kind of understand that where it's like, all right, what's your business? You provide entertainment. Well, you know, like how much do people need to be entertained versus how much do they need to be healthy? And it's like, yeah, okay, really- I get that. But like also people need to be entertained. There's a whole fucking industry here and people have jobs and they need exactly. to fucking live. And it's like, they, you know. they, what our what, what our government said. Yeah, you could also put on a DVD, right? That's what they literally said. I was oh, like, jeepers. Mind blowing. A like, DVD? I ain't bought a DVD. Yeah. I ain't even stolen a DVD in at least 10 <laughs> years. Jeepers <laughs> creepers. Uh, I mean, yeah. DVDs were created in the 80s. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Like the late eighties. No, maybe that's not right. Maybe it was CDs, but still, uh, you know, like that shit's old school. You gotta, yeah. And of course, yeah, they could be like, oh, you could stream the show, but you know, that is, uh, not the same at all. Those people have no idea and should probably be voted out of whatever office they're in. So you can like get some people in there who are like, I love going to shows. Uh, I'm in the, I don't know how to, I don't know how the government works in uh, the Netherlands, but it's probably some like, uh, what do you got? Like uh, magicians? I don't know. I feel like it's like you guys are like old school Europeans. So like there's probably like magic involved. Am I right about that? (laughs) Um, Where they're just like, I'm going to cast a spell to make uh, people want to go to shows more than they want to be healthy now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not the good kind of magic they use. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They probably use shitty magic, but you know, <laughs> it could be cool. I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, intruder maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life. Aside from taking out college loans or something, yeah. Now, there is a way to lessen the burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Stupid Rap Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out and uh, you didn't get canceled like everybody else's tours did? 
Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions? And what about koozies? You know, like everybody likes koozies. Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa, depending on what you're drinking. Stupid Red Merch Company can get all these made for you. Stupid Red Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff. They're still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs because, you know, everybody's got special needs. Like, uh, you know, you probably mostly. And uh, they even got a web store. That's where the real magic is. You go on tour and you sell your stuff, but chances are you're going to have some left over or some fans are going to feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show. So they go on a stuporedmerch.com and find stuff from your band on there. They'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs. So go ahead, go on a stupid merch company web store right now and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them like uh, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now, right now, if you go on there and you, at checkout, you use the code PRISON, you can get 15% off. All of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at stupidredmerch.com. Go check it out. Stupidredmerch.com Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something and it's all crap. <laughs> yeah, well that's because, you know, you gotta look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's Vintage and Used Guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in like Switzerland or something? Yeah man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But you know, you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out their website, yeahmansguitars.com and uh, you can order stuff on there. So uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world. You can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there. And there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up Yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people would call it magic. Some people would call it science. I just call it, I don't know. Crazy shit. Uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's where you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you could tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars. And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. I want to thank Avenues again for being on it. Uh, yeah, we uh, ran out of time there at the end. So that's why it got cut off so abruptly. But it was like we were saying goodbye anyway. So I didn't really feel like uh, calling them back. <laughs> you know how that shit goes. Anyway, uh, you can hit me up on all the socials at Intruder Green or go to IntruderGreen.com for all sorts of cool stuff. The Intruder Green call-in line is plus 1608-535-9608. Seriously, guys, drop me a line. Like, leave me a voicemail or something or just text me or something. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to become a producer of the podcast. Uh, the Intruder Green podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, management by Anka Kramer, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set designed by Dylan Raymer, catering Matthew Hendershot, lighting Squeak Rights, Huawei, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Type Bros. I've got that all out, didn't I? Should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all acquaintance be forgot and days of all anxiety? Well, uh...
do you guys have you guys are doing a new album do you have any uh things you want to put out there well i know meryl and i don't want to exclude ox but i know meryl you've got this uh thing you're doing lately where you it's at least an instagram thing and i can't exactly wrap my head around it but like you're making pictures of cute ass animals yeah and what 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 is all involved there <laughs> it um kind of started out as picking up drawing like more often and uh yeah well you said you went to uh, school for art right yeah like yeah i, I studied graphic design and yeah. i always really liked to make illustration but i never really got around uh doing it in a proper way so yeah. i decided to do it more often and I had all these illustrations. I thought, well, I'm just going to put them on Instagram and see what happens. And yeah. now I even started my own company, like doing illustration and graphic design. Nice. And, uh, fun so far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty great. You went from like, oh, I'm just going to put that out there to like, oh, I got to say, I'm going to start a company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Yeah. All right. So the 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 the, uh, the reply from the people is good, I guess. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, I started a new job as well as a graphic designer at the same company uh, Oxworks at. Oh, nice. We're colleagues now too. That makes <laughs> oh colleagues. shit. How do you guys? Oh well, I mean, I I hope everything's cool, but you know, you guys might want to chill on some of the like closeness at some point. And just be like, I don't know, get away from each other for a little bit. <laughs> I like, you know, like the whole thing, uh, absence makes the hot girl fonder and all that stuff. My- good. <laughs> it's not that? week, so there's still some, yeah. uh, some uh, time apart. <laughs> no, that's week, good. During the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, that's real good. Um, and were you working at a, a video game company before that? Yeah, I used to work there. Yeah, not anymore. I well, I'm. I only bring that up because I'm a little pissed off because like I used to like real video games a lot when I was like younger, and everybody was like, "Well, that's not going to take you anywhere." And I was like, (laughs) "Shit, I know, I know people who fucking work at video game companies. I could be doing it if I just played video games more, probably." uh, (laughs) A lot of work in that area. Yeah. Video games coming out. Yeah, there is, and uh, some of them are fun. Uh, some of them, especially during uh, Corona. Yeah, COVID. it's got to be a boom time for that. Yeah, um, for sure. So it's good to have your like uh, your your shit balanced out. Like uh, you know, it's like investing. Like I want to invest my time in music and playing live, but there's gonna be time when I can't do that. So I gotta fucking invest also in uh the shit people are going to consume when that's not happening which is like i don't know people probably don't really read books anymore so uh it's it's all like movies and video games right basically yeah <laughs> so, there you go excellent yeah oh by the way i know th- it's v- it's not very often that i get together with some people who are on my same uh time zone so I'm drinking a rum and ginger. 
And I noticed you guys have some drinks. Are you guys drinking anything special? Water, actually. All right. We had a pretty well, rough night yesterday. So <laughs> we went out. Uh, we went out. We, the first time we went back to the out to a bar again with uh, uh, with with some uh, some of the our old bandmates, and uh, oh, yeah. it was pretty, pretty fun night. So I'm drinking very low IPA right now. <laughs> low earlier. IPA. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> it's nice yeah. though. Yeah, that's right. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah well we ended yesterday with some beer pong it was fun but yeah, yeah some beer fun pong yeah, yeah yeah oh i ain't played beer pong in a while it's good stuff though <laughs> it's a good ass game i mean people should probably do that more often it's like if you're gonna drink shitty beer at least make it fun yeah exactly <laughs> or you could drink good beer but then like uh maybe you just want to drink it and not yeah. throw a ping pong ball in it that probably also <laughs> fell on the floor yeah, we first went yeah. to the bar, had some nice beers, and afterwards we did uh, we did some beer pong with some shitty beers. That was a good night. <laughs> that sounds great to me. That sounds like <laughs> a pretty yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what more could you ask for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I gotta. I didn't prep you guys for this, and I always feel bad when I don't do that. But do you guys have a crime story you can tell me? Well. I actually thought about it because I listened to your podcast before. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so uh, I actually I never got arrested, but That's uh, good. but I got I got assaulted once by the police because oh, uh, I was uh, in the uh, Netherlands. Yeah, man, it was. Uh, and you're white. <laughs> yep, I was wearing a black hoodie and uh, I think a leather jacket, and I was walking to uh, Kevin April was still living in Rotterdam, and I was walking to his house, and in front of his house, I uh, there was a, a was a car coming, it was undercover police, and yeah. they uh, they cut me off, threw me against the window, Whoa. and uh, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, apparently uh, a few blocks further, there was a the old old lady was uh, was robbed by a guy who was wearing a black hoodie and a, oh, and a leather jacket, and I was happened to walk. A few bucks further away, so I was scared shitless. Yes, now, but that's about it. That's my uh, I've never that was the only thing that happened to me with the police, I think. So, what you're saying is, uh, in Rotterdam, punk rock is still dangerous, yes, because you were wearing like basically like the punk rock uniform, right? Like leather jacket and a hoodie. Um, and just because of that, the cops were like. Well, we have to fuck this guy up. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you came out mostly unscathed. I'm guessing you didn't have to go like to the hospital or nothing. No, no, it was all right. It was all right. It was just uh, it just scared the, the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is scary. Anytime you feel like, uh, oh, shit, the cops just fucked me up for no reason. Uh, I guess I can't trust them no more. And then that's like a big realization where you're like, shit, I can't trust nobody. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, the cops, they're looking out for you if you're not breaking no laws. And it's like, no, they're not. Shit. <laughs> well, Meryl, do you have anything you would tell me about it as, as far as crime stories are concerned? I was thinking about it as well, but not really, actually. It's quite boring. 
Oh, yeah. Everybody says that, but then they have a story that's not so good, but maybe it could be good. I don't know. Maybe you got a little story. You steal stickers by from a store or something. <laughs> no, I did get pulled over by the, by the cops once while I was driving. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, was, it was really sad, actually. My, my phone <laughs> fell out of, the, out of the phone holder, and I just put it yeah, back because I had needed the GPS, and then the cop yeah. car drove by. And, and they oh, they saw you with the phone in your hand. Yeah. yeah, so I had to pay 300 euros. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Easy, yeah. And easy, they wouldn't easy. just believe you that you were like, oh, I just no, had to put no. it up there. Even if that was the truth. See, that's a, it's a weird gray space there because yeah. it's like, they're like, oh, you can't be on your phone. And it's like, I'm just using the fucking GPS, bud. Like, how do you get around? He's yeah. probably doing the same yeah. thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the state of the world these days, um, know, and it's a bummer. But hopefully, <laughs> things will get better. <laughs> uh, do you guys uh, want to throw anything out there into the world about like uh, the future of you and your bands? Oof. Wow, I don't know. There's uh, we, there's some some things we're working on. Some things we're uh, we're talking to Cappy. Um, oh, maybe yeah. do something together because we we played together last year at Fest and it was so much fun. That's right. And uh, we played Rotterdam as well together, so uh, we might be do something with him hopefully next year. And uh, yeah, new record. And uh, hopefully, yeah, we really want to come back to the states. We because yeah. in 2020 we had uh, we have. To, yeah, we were supposed to go to Fest. We were supposed to do the, yeah, the, uh, around Florida again. We were supposed to play Pusa Fest again in Canada as well. So mm. hopefully those things get back on track as well as some of the, the festivals. In, uh, in, 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 we were supposed to play Boost Cruise in Hamburg. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, we can, hopefully those things are starting again next year and we can, we can play again. So yeah, we yeah. definitely want to play again. But for now, it's... Uh, we just wait and see what happens. Yeah, that's all we can do, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, I would I would say uh, as far as those plans go, fuck the states, come to Germany because that's where I am. Um, unless we could tour together in the states, that would be fucking cool. Okay, um, but well. we could probably do that in Europe too. All right. Uh, yeah. Make yeah. It <laughs> uh, fuck, I would love it. Uh, also, I'm a good getaway driver. So if you just need a driver, uh, no. you call me up and be like, oh, shit, we got we to gotta quit this regular driver because he's a asshole. And then you call Green up and I'm like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here for the driver <laughs> comes out of the hotel. And we're just like off. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way that works in my mind. <laughs> I'm always good. ready to go. <laughs> all yeah. right. <laughs> Well, it was great uh, to see you two again. Um, I hope we can meet in person real soon. And uh, yeah, I love you guys. We should definitely come visit. Yeah, we should definitely come visit. It's not that far, right? So yeah, it isn't far. I wanna, I wanna go visit you guys again. I got some shit okay. holding me up back here, but you know, like yeah. uh, you know, anytime we can fucking uh, hang out, is it, it's gonna be a good time. I believe it yeah. to be true. Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. All right. Good to see you, man. Yeah, you too. Um, uh, you guys have a wonderful evening, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. You too, man. Definitely. Hell yeah. Thanks for having us. Hell yeah.
And that's it for the Intruder Green Podcast. You can hit me up on all the socials at Intruder Green or go to IntruderGreen.com for all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, the Intruder Green calling line is plus 1608-535-9608. Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you want to become a producer of the podcast. The Intruder Green Podcast is produced by Colin Bennett, management by Anka Kramer, hair and makeup by Genevieve Smith, set design by Dylan Raymer, catering Matthew Henderson, lighting squeak lights, Rahway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Particles by Type Bros. Some days I just pray to the goddess sex and drums and rock and roll.